0: This is An Open Invitation, a podcast where Liana and Shiva discuss the possibilities and permutations of life today. When you're an adult in the working world,
1: you have more uh, added responsibilities. You are Mm. basically on your own to spend
0: for yourself, pay for your bills. For the first season, we talked to the youths in Singapore. And so we invite you to connect with their stories. Different people, you have to approach them differently.
1: So Mm. that is one thing that you have to learn. how, How do they
0: improve as how do they take in news do you have to if you go harsh on them will they improve we hope that through this you might understand yourself better and even find that you share similar narratives to those around you in this episode we invited ashikin a manufacturing shift production engineer with a supervisory role This was one of the test episodes that we recorded in 2020. In this part of AOI's conception, we wanted to focus on transitions. So here we discuss her transition into her role now as a supervisor to senior technicians more heavily. Ashikin describes how she struggled with navigating people management in a high-stress environment.
1: So Ashikin, thank you for joining us. Uh, It's my pleasure to be here.
2: Can can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, um, maybe you can tell us how you decided to study chemical engineering in the first place. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, uh, a little bit of myself. I am 24 years old this year and I graduated from uh, NUS chemical engineering and I studied there for four years. So how did I choose chem... Uh, it's not a very tough question. So it was a process of elimination. <laughs> Yeah. yeah so basically you know when you uh want to transition from j c to university and you don't really have an idea of what you want to do, so uh I just eliminated eliminated some uh courses uh that I don't think I would be interested in yeah so I eliminated arts I eliminated uh probably business uh as well as science just because it seems more researchy mm-hmm. and that only left me with engineering. So out of all the engineering courses I had to choose one and I chose uh the most lucrative lucrative one at that point of time. I just can't manage. At that point of time, yeah. Now you don't I'm feel that way anymore? No. Software engineering. has done so much more. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> would you if knowing what you know like now, would you have changed your mind on what type of engineering you chose? Mm, good question. Mm, My I might
1: change. I could have changed to mechanical engineering, i think. Yeah. Why yeah, so though? Mechanical engineering. Uh, I feel like chemical is too tough.
2: You think chemical? Um, mechanical engineering is easier?
1: I'm not too sure, but I feel idea, my general okay. feeling that the bell curve or the whole oh. competition pool will be a little bit easier.
3: What do you do in chemical engineering? Like in, uh, when I study?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So, so, so just to give a little I uh, just to clarify a misconception chemical engineering is not really related to chemistry <laughs> so mm. there are so many people who join chemical engineering because they like chemistry but it is actually mm. a lot of physics based they oh, actually yes. do that? Uh, yes I actually do have course mates like that and
2: uh, wow yeah. I did not
4: know that
1: yeah it's quite <laughs> I thought they would do their research but
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah me too
1: oh well yeah so basically in chemical engineering uh. In terms of, uh, we do a lot of uh, learning theoretical on how like fluids, that kind of thing flows. So we can apply all these theories into building like a chemical plant. Yeah. Mm. So our end goal is to build like a plant, that kind of thing. And we integrate all these flow processes and how we come up the whole process of, uh, from having a uh, material and uh, achieving your product. I guess that's very cool.
2: That's so, so interesting. interesting. That is interesting. So Rana, hey. you've been, uh <laughs> no, you <laughs> okay. So Rana, you've been working for one year.
1: Yes, I've been working for one year. Yeah, Can I you tell
2: us exactly. about your job? Like, what what do you do actually?
1: I am a manufacturing shift production engineer. Yeah. So it is shift work. So I am working at night, like permanently, and. Um, you wanna know about my day to day? Basically I deal with uh achieving our uh, KPI which is achieving the wafer moves per yeah. day. Yeah. Wafers are just you know those those wafers and you have all your chips on it. Yeah, so FYI, Oh yeah.
4: Does
2: this have to do with what you studied? Chemical engineering, like chemical it, plants?
1: Actually not related. Really, like.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah is they hire the, basically like people with engineering background. Yeah. I see. Oh,
2: okay, so what are your thoughts on like working life as compared to student life? You think now that you've worked for one year, I
1: don't know that I've worked for one year. My thoughts on working life I mean, I have always preferred student life mm. just because, uh, it is it, it, like in working life when you're an adult in the working world, you have more uh, added responsibilities, yeah, mm. basically on your own to think for yourself for your bills and maybe, you know, you have this got on the back of your mind that you need to, it's of the burden, like, on your parents. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, all these added responsibilities, it's not really present when you're studying. Mm. So,
3: yeah, I mean, being a student is definitely more careful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. I feel yeah. like, um, ever since I started working, I... I, you know, when you, you're a student, you can just like decide not to go for lecture one day. Exactly. <laughs> oh my. You can't just like stop you, working one day. <laughs> exactly. That's
2: what I was thinking as well. I agree. I agree. I have those moments also. Um, but I feel like it's a little bit weird because, it, you know, when you're a student and you don't feel like going to lecture for a day, it doesn't really affect the whole thing as a whole. You know, mm. missing one day of work just because you don't want to, like, because you're, you're in a bad mood or something. <laughs> I feel like that shouldn't matter too much, <laughs> but it does, right? Because it's yeah. like it's a fixed way of living, a fixed mm. way of working. Yeah. But how was your experience um, getting used to working life? though? like, since we are very interested in transition periods, right? Like, how did you get used to it? Like, were you upset about it at first?
1: I would say it's not so much of working life that upsets me but there were many hiccups like along the way or maybe even now yeah mm. so I mean those hiccups are mostly related to me uh the job scope and I would say it's it's not something that everyone might experience in their working life maybe it's just my experience yeah so Basically I had a hard time adjusting to uh, the job scope, the job responsibilities, and you know how when, you're, when you uh, have zero knowledge and you, are, you have to get there at a certain level and then there are so many expectations, yeah. or maybe you put expectations on yourself and yeah. if you don't need it, you, you just feel bad about yourself,
3: or feel yeah. upset. Yeah, yeah. So. Do you feel like you did that? Did you have expectations for yourself? Yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: Yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, when you compare with other people oh, who yeah, get from yeah, yeah. two to the peers, then yeah. you're like, oh, why am I so bad? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And then you make one mistake, and then after that in the morning, you're just like, oh my goodness, I, think yes. I could have done this.
2: <laughs> I don't yeah. feel like it's an isolated um, experience. I feel like a lot of us feel like we are not doing a good job, especially when we first started out, right? And then we look at everyone mm. around us who has been in the workplace for a long time, and we're like, all right. I don't think I did a good job at all, (laughs) but it's not a fair way of comparing ourselves. Also, yeah,
3: yeah. Do do you think that it's it's a bad thing, that way? I think it's quite common. I don't think it's inherently bad. Mm. I just think that it's maybe it's bad that we're all having the same experience.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I don't feel like feeling like this is bad. Maybe it's bad to feel like this and feel like it's bad. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Mm, I think yeah, it should yeah. be okay to feel bad about some things. Especially mm. when it's hard. It's just mm. that we don't talk about it enough. You know, we, we want to appear like nothing's going on.
4: Mm. Yeah.
2: yeah. Mm. But in itself, I don't think it's, it's a bad thing to feel bad about yourself. I think it, it tells you a little bit about, like you say your expectations you have for yourself. Sometimes you hope to be a better worker or better mm-hmm. better at your job, right? But then you feel and like you feel yourself in a sense. So that's a good thing as in um it just shows that you want more for yourself.
4: But oh, too much is nice. not good
2: also, lah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> right now you're a manager, right?
1: I would say more supervisor.
2: Super what's the difference
1: actually? <laughs> uh so basically managerial roles it's it's more of like a tier thing. Mm. So I'm still an engineer. So mm. uh, the career path will eventually lead up to manager. So I see, I see. yeah. I'm an engineer holding a supervisory role.
2: So that's also considered a position of leadership, right?
1: Yes, definitely.
2: So what are your thoughts about being put in a position of leadership so quickly? I mean, you just started uh, work.
1: Oh, uh, yes. Uh I, my thoughts re uh resonate like I'm not sure, but probably my colleagues as well. Mm. Uh it, it's been the same since when I started work until now. Yeah. So basically I feel that, you know, when you you have just graduated as a fresh graduate, then you are put in a position where you have to lead others. Um mm. and these people are people who are definitely more experienced than you. Six yeah. years, so you talking about six years to ten years experience and uh basically you have to, you know, de- instruct them, uh give them, yeah, give them instructions, lead them, it's very, it's very complex, I would say. Mm. Yeah. I don't say I am good at it. Mm. I think there are still so much more to learn. It's very, uh, it's very different from working, you know, in uh, groups, in universities. Like, mm. when you say, okay, for example, you think like you're a people person. But when you go to work and then you manage these uh, seniors, it's very complex because, uh, you firstly you don't have uh, the technical knowledge that you that they do, mm. yeah. And secondly, they are much older than you, and more senior than you. So how do you approach them, yeah? And how do you correct their mistakes? I think that's the most important thing mm. to, to tell, yeah. So, uh, from my experience, what I've learned is that uh, your style of leadership uh varies uh differently from one person to another. Like I know my boss's style leadership, yeah. So style of leadership is something that you will have to learn uh, in my position mm. and yeah so I had definitely had hiccups along the way. so mm. uh, different people you have to approach them differently so mm. that is one thing that you have to learn how how do they improve as in, how do they take in news? do you have to if you go harsh on them will they improve is it better mm. for them or will they actually just like break down and be stressed or the, is the, talking to them in a nicer way helps them better than in a harsher way so those are like some differences that you need to think about in a leadership position
3: that's a lot yeah that's a lot that's a lot yeah. to think about that's a lot to take
2: for fresh
3: like yeah do you feel like because you just graduated and now you're in this position you've um and you have to like learn so much and learn like how to lead people. Do you feel like you had to grow very quickly?
1: Yeah, definitely. Because uh, I think being a supervisor to these people means that uh, you they kind of know that you you will back them up. You are their boss. So every issue that they have, they will go to you. And then uh, you want to seem like a reliable leader. So mm. in a way, you kind of have to know a lot of things quickly so just so that you know when you have they they face problems you will can be there and will be there to solve for them yeah Yeah. so and also uh it's a lot on uh knowing your job scope knowing what you can do what your job entails so that uh, okay this is a bit more politics Mm. so that you know when other departments come and uh question what you do uh, what your technicians do for example like this person did this thing wrongly So if you have more knowledge on that, then you can back them up. Yeah, and that makes it it seem like you're a reliable leader, definitely. Mm.
2: So I feel like you just described to us what you think a good leader should be like. Someone Mm. who people know they can depend on. That's that's the kind of leader you want to be. Yeah,
4: definitely. Oh, that's so (laughs) sweet. I mean, it's
2: a little bit weird, like, from me, like hearing from her just because I've known her for so long, right? And then, like, just okay. under- understanding <laughs> her, like, her job and, you know, what what she's trying to do as a person yeah. yeah. working.
0: It sounds so intense.
1: Actually, um, so, uh, my boss always says that my role is about 50% technical and 50% uh, people management. Mm. Yeah. So, I have always felt and we agreed that people management is very hard. Yeah. yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I was talking to another friend the other day that we both feel like the hardest thing about any project is a- getting the right people. Oh, it's yeah. always about people, you know. People can make or break like, something, right? Yeah, so your job is definitely not easy at all. Yeah. But, but hearing from you like, and how you are understanding you know, how to work with different people in your team, have you ever had moments where You feel like oh you know what I'm starting to do something right you know like a little bit rewarding moments have you ever had that
1: I I don't pick up things like that Um, from like I didn't feel like oh I've done such a good job like uh, (laughs) I have helped my 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 team members I didn't feel that way it's more of uh, I got to know that um there were good feedback about me so Mm. yeah it's not. Direct I would say mm. So it's very indirect You yeah. don't feel like It's direct because
2: Like They don't express it Directly to you Is it? I so I think so <laughs> Or
1: maybe Maybe it's just too slow Or something Or maybe You know when your expectation Is that high And then You just did something But then maybe It's meaningful to them But to you It's just oh, it's Something that I have to do
2: Maybe um, yeah. Maybe you should ask them directly Do you think
1: I'm doing a good job?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man what about the try. most? Oh, you. <laughs> what about the most challenging case? Or like, have you ever had someone where you just don't know how to deal with this person?
1: Okay. Okay. So, um, having um, people under you mm. also means that their performance is also, uh, how would I say that you are responsible for their performance in a way. Mm. So, like for example, they have a bad performance. Uh, yeah. like they're not forming up to standard or the kind of thing that uh, in a way it's your responsibility to uh, have a path or have a learning uh, program track for them like how can they improve that thing? so I guess uh, I picked that out in one of my uh, my technicians and I tried to approach her and I tried to uh, tell her about it but she didn't take it in a very positive way mm-hmm. and yeah we had we had uh, kind of a scuffle here and there Mm-hmm. yeah so it got pretty bad like she she broke down and uh, because of like you know all this work from home situation yeah, she kind of broke down yeah and I was also testing out my different like leadership skills because yeah. all along I have been telling people in a nicer way like oh, uh you know next time can you do this this yeah. or that then, uh, yeah. but then for her uh because that didn't work I feel like it didn't work so I tried in a, in a harsher way to let her know that you know more uh, you Mom? have to do this that kind of thing, like mm. just trying out different styles to approach her. Yeah, yeah. But she didn't get uh, did not take it very well. So she broke down. Then it got pretty bad. That that's that's my experience. This is the worst. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah.
1: It was but, an emotional tool for both of us. Yeah,
2: say. I can tell. I mean, whenever these things happen, sometimes I feel like it's not really mentioned a lot. But the boss also feels. Bad about these things, you know. Yeah. I mean, not the boss, but the the senior in the relationship. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's that's difficult. You know, um, when you you got into and right? Mm. Did you know that this is sort of the kind of job you you're gonna get?
1: Not really. Actually, I, I went into chemistry without thinking much. <laughs> it's just, oh, lucrative. Let's do it.
2: <laughs> Money is coming in.
1: <laughs> yeah. What
2: about halfway through though? As in like, I'm sure you sort of had, have, had an idea of what kind of jobs are available to you?
1: Uh, okay, so there is one. Oh, yeah, I didn't mention this, but the, the, one of, part of the reason why I joined engineering is because it opens up quite, like, a wide right range of paths for you, mm-hmm. so you're not only like you, you. don't only go for engineering jobs. Like people from engineering courses don't only go for engineering jobs, but maybe like some of the jobs in the bank, accounting. So that is why I went to engineering. So halfway through my Cambridge course, uh, I was still unsure of what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. but I definitely wanted to try out a technical role, like an engineering role, just because you know I spend so much time in it. Yeah, I don't want to let it get to waste.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so. In terms of whether I thought this job was for me, I don't think I ever thought of it. Mm. Yeah. I was was quite sure I wanted to be a chemical engineer Mm. just because I wanted to apply what I learned in uni. Yeah. But yeah. Mm. I think just towards the end of my course I realized that was not possible. Maybe because you know my, my cat wasn't good enough. <laughs> yeah. There there are only three
3: all, all and gas companies in Singapore, so
1: mm, very, very competitive yeah. field.
3: Do you ever think that you could go back into that field? Or would you be interested even? Oh
1: oh that's a good question actually. Eh, uh, I think yes. Yeah. Because uh recently I've been thinking a lot about like uh jobs in that sector being a chemical engineer like maybe in shell in exomobile I have thoughts of like trying it out you know because mm. I've never had an opportunity to try out what I've learned. Yeah I would yeah. say like in yeah. see four years of waste but yeah but again <laughs> some part of me knows that I actually might not enjoy it. Mm. Mm. What
2: about it though? Just the nature of the job is it um
1: uh, Um, I think apart from the glamour, apart from the money, there is a lot of, like, technical projects involved.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Then you are not interested in
1: those? I guess so. That's what I feel currently. It's more of, like, the the project space that I'm not very fond of.
3: Is that... that Glamour involved in chemical engineering. Shiva! <laughs> 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 oh, did okay. not. Oh, okay. Think. Uh,
1: we, okay. When I speak of glamour, I would say more of like in terms of the different engineering fields. Okay. Yeah, the glamour of chemi- being an in, in, in engineer in chemical engineering, something like that, you know. Now mm. it's all, all, the, all the race is now uh, software engineers. Software, software engineers. So, okay. okay. yeah, yeah. yeah, we we passed our time, really.
4: Ouch.
2: So, in a sense, you didn't have a lot of idea about exactly what you wanted to do, but you just gave yourself a space where
4: you had options.
1: Yeah. That's what what I was trying to do from the start of uni. I choose an engineering course.
2: Hmm, I feel like a lot of people go to uni with that idea in mind. That was actually one of the reasons why I went to uni as well. Because... The other option was for me to do occupational therapy. And that's a very, very specialised field, right?
1: Yeah, that's me in physiotherapy. Yeah,
2: exactly. So, like, going to uni does give you options, huh?
1: does, it does. Like, when you go to a job script or something, and they'll just say, oh, degree in science, degree in engineering, then you know Mm. that you are not, like, founded, you know? Yeah,
4: yeah. Okay, so now that
2: you've worked for a year, do you think, okay, uh, and you're also mentioning you were thinking about a lot of things, right? Is there any one part of your job that you still sort of enjoy, that you still, like, are okay with going to work for? Or is there not much?
1: (laughs) Okay, so personally, I am alright with my day-to-day tasks. So basically like uh like what I told you, meeting my KPI, meeting the uh, wafers per day for uh, my area. Yeah. yeah. Just because uh there are a bit of tactical planning involved, like for example, uh you have to meet this certain like moves per day for this step, but then because there are certain like equipment that are down, so how do you allocate the resources to like achieve the different wafer moves per day? So mm. that aspect of technical planning is something that I wouldn't mind doing. Mm. Yeah, so I guess that little part, little portion of You still enjoy? Is, yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, so then we'll move a
2: little bit into like back into transitions, right? So you have you in uni, you have you in secondary school and then you have you now. Mm. Do you feel like there are pieces of your past self that you miss?
1: Oh, definitely. Okay, definitely. so tell us when, when, yeah.
2: like, what version of you do you miss?
1: Okay, I think definitely being more carefree and being uh, more of a believer. Uh, believer
2: in life and believer in yourself,
1: yeah. you say no? Uh, believer in life, I'd say. Okay. Like, yeah. So, okay, obviously, with all these added responsibilities, you, you tend to be a little bit more uh, I don't know, uptight, more stressed. Yeah. You can't be so careful as you were as before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also because you know your parents are aging, then uh, uh, yeah. you, you can't like make decisions yeah. that will like potentially jeopardize like, you know, your yeah. financial. Yeah, retirement and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, there is one thing that i definitely miss you know just not do whatever i want oh i don't want to go to school. living for oh, yourself
4: basically
1: yeah if you if you don't go to oh, i don't want to go to first i want to mc first i want to mc <laughs> and then eventually the effects of performance or you know mm. yeah. yeah so that aspect I, I guess the cafe uh being more cafe and also mm. being more a believer in life i say like you know how last time you'll be like oh uh, I'm gonna get rich one day and oh, I'm gonna leave <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> have kids but then now you know not everyone can get rich you know you, yeah. you at most you, you feel like oh, okay uh, I can afford like a HDB fat, you know when yeah. when I get married LPTO yeah. so yeah you know, I understand that to from aiming a bit higher mm. Mm.
3: yeah but do you feel like um, there's any pieces in your past that would be useful for yourself today like um that you have maybe forgotten or that you that you miss um being more positive I think
1: I would say it ties in with being a bit more careful being more delivered. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you lost it along the way, but somehow being positive is a bit tied to being careful and like being delivered. I would say yes. if I was a bit more positive now, like as I was back then, I would be mm-hmm. like oh. Yeah, this is just a hurdle that I have to go through I'll get through yeah. it you know but now yeah. you're just like just because you're so cynical of everything oh. like, yeah. my heart breaks listening to me here yeah <laughs> you're just like ah, this is a job you know yeah. gosh yeah it's true
2: mm. what about right now though like how do you what do you feel about your job now do you feel like it's very uncertain still
1: Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like there are aspects like like what I told you, uh, that I wouldn't mind doing but uh yeah. after trying it out I feel like um tool management is very hard. Yeah. Uh I have thoughts that if I wanna jump to another job, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want a job which manages people.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I have that thoughts. Yeah, just because it's really so hard dealing with people. Yeah. Yeah. So that is one idea that I that will be taken into consideration for my next job. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, I wouldn't say I'm fully satisfied with it. I will def- mm. I definitely do have thoughts of like moving to another job and finding out what's a perfect fit for me.
2: So what do you think would be your best qualities that you can offer then? You know, understanding yourself now?
1: Understanding myself now. Oh uh, I would say best qualities. If I'm going to market myself To employers mm. I will Yes, I am mar- your
2: employer right now <laughs> Okay
1: I will definitely market myself As someone who has experience In a supervisory role mm. Yeah But yeah. if
2: you're not going to use that it's like If you don't want to manage people
1: uh, And then after that I will tell them like, Okay, I have a supervisory role I how to manage people I can work in teams But you know, I don't want to manage people, but I can work in teams. (laughs) Correct, I can work in teams. Uh, yeah, that's 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 smart. How I would market myself.
2: I see. I see. Yeah. But what about like qualities you feel like you have as a person, other than you know wanting to work in a team?
1: Hmm. I would say I'm very open to, to ideas and suggestions mm. like be it whether they, they, uh, they are my seniors or they are um, I would say whether they are my bosses or they are my technicians mm. just be open to their ideas because yeah. some people you know think that oh it is uh, my tech this comes from my technician maybe it's not a potential something that like for potential use yeah. actually if you look at it in another perspective it could actually uh, improve their productivity, just because they've been in the job for so long, they know yeah. their inefficiencies. Yeah. yeah. So, being open to ideas, I it. That's a nice one.
2: Mm. Not everyone <laughs> has it, especially as you, as you grow older. I feel like the older we are, oh, maybe yeah, not we true. get, but the older people get, the, the more they believe in certain ideas, right? And it's harder Hi. to be more accepted, Yeah.
1: Correct. Even when you present your ideas to like your higher management, yeah. they they are just so quick to throw it down, you know? Yeah. Like it makes it feel it makes you as a person also feel like, oh, I am not good enough being yeah. I'm not being appreciated. You know?
4: mm.
2: Then how do you feel like you're coping with the uncertainty
4: then?
1: Are I'm you coping, coping with it? That. <laughs> <laughs> I am trying to cope with it, I would say. Mm. Yeah You know sometimes You just shove it down the, Under the rug Yeah and just,
4: It's easiest to just do it To do correct. that
1: And yeah. then Yeah you have thoughts of like Oh this you know, I'm earning money I'm giving my parents money And then mm. yeah, Life isn't mm-hmm. so bad right And then Some other days You're just like Life is so bad, <laughs> so bad. Yeah
4: life is so bad
1: <laughs> Then after that You'll be like Okay stupid under the rug Oh okay it's fine <laughs> oh, Hang on a little bit more
2: Yeah yeah. yeah, the other, the other day we uh, Ashley and I were talking And then we were saying how like I feel like a lot of times We do a lot of convincing of ourselves You know, we're like Oh, you know what? I think it's just a bad phase Let me just wait another four months And then yeah. that happens yeah. over and over and over again And then you're in the job for four years. years Yeah, yeah <laughs> And then you realise that More than half of that You're just so
1: unhappy <gasps> Like how do you yeah. decide when to go, right? Yeah, it's so scary And I yeah. feel like it's not only us that are encountering this, yeah,
4: definitely,
3: yeah. It's not. It's most people. I think we just, we just feel like it's you know. Sometimes we just feel like it's just us, and if everybody else can deal with it, then we can also just deal with yeah.
1: it. Yeah, you know? like a lot of us would think, like, uh, our oh, parents worked in this for so long, and why can't I? Why Why am I, the only one being you know like jumping from one job to another?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, maybe we can start wrapping this up. So just for like a last question, sure. So what three adjectives would you use to describe the life you eventually want? Oh, okay. Um,
1: happy is one of it. Yeah, it's very general, but I really, really want to be happy. Yeah, I yeah. am. Uh, meaningful.
4: Hmm.
1: So, me mean, happy, meaningful, and oh, the last one. Let me think about it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> happy, meaningful, and wealth. I would say wealth. Like, uh, I mean, you know, not what, just financial are, wealth, la. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: just an abundance of
1: In joy. Abundance of, okay. Yeah, like,
2: things to learn. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You know, That's I was nice. listening to um, Tony Robbins once and then he was saying like two, ma- like two good values to live by is giving and growing. So if one person is able to grow, then you always feel like, you know, you are progressing as a person. And then you're, if you're able to give, then you feel like you're contributing as a person. So I think these two values are like a nice, like nice values to live by
1: a nice
0: way to sum up you know
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. in life we hope that you have enjoyed this episode of an open invitation join us next week for another episode you can find us on Podsg on Instagram or Twitter that is AOIPodSG we are on Spotify Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. if you or anyone you know has a story to share reach out to us at AOIPodcast at gmail.com that is A-O-I-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com.